common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Uh, welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. On the line with us right now is Michael Goodwin of the New York Post Pulitzer Prize winning writer. And uh, you've got a great column out. Supreme Court leak is Democrats dirty May surprise for 2022 midterms. I also think this was premeditated. Welcome to Cats and Night. Once again, Michael Goodwin. Thank you, Lydia. So how how damaging is this to the Republicans? Oh, I don't think so very much in the long run. Um, it makes a great one day story. The Democrats, I think, have a, now, a new shiny object that they can wave in front of voters' eyes and basically say, say, forget inflation, forget the border crisis, forget Hunter Biden, forget Ukraine, forget crime in your neighborhood. Look over here. Look over here. Look at this. Look at this. Now you have something to get really angry about. And so I think it, it was a lot of fear-mongering going on there yesterday. And look, I, I know that the abortion is a very important issue uh, for for most Americans, and it matters. But I think the the facts also matter, and the facts are that w- when you read uh, Justice Alito's uh, draft opinion, it's pretty compelling in the arguments against the constitutionality of Roe. And and as someone who's who's covered these issues for years, I mean, I have been hearing forever that Roe was. Uh, a badly reasoned result that there's nowhere in the constitution that, you know, it's this whole thing of the penumbras uh, notion that it it exists somewhere. We just can't find it exactly in the text or in the amendments. And so it was clearly a stretch. It was designed for a political purpose in its time. And 50 years later, uh, it's you know the the court is being accused of being playing politics again. I would argue that the court has corrected itself numerous times over the years. I mean, segregation, civil rights issues, you know, Plessy Ferguson, all of these things were were changed when, when the when the world changed, when the times changed, when the court changed, and I think now we're looking at a different court that sees this issue more in terms of the constitutional uh, rules that are supposed to guide the Supreme Court rather than a political case designed to settle an argument. Uh, As we know, as Alito says clearly, it did not settle anything. Fifty years ago, this ruling now, if it was going to have an impact, it would have settled this argument, but it hasn't settled this argument. Michael, as as pointed out in... uh in Justice Alito's draft opinion, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's the lioness of the liberal wing on, on the court, as well as Professor Alexander Beckel of, of Yale Law School, specifically criticized Roe versus Wade as having no constitutional basis. So it's not yeah. an unfounded criticism. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and I think that members of the court have known that forever. Uh, they, we, you know, we're probably the last to, to learn that. But, but the justices, you know, all throughout the judiciary, people knew this, but they never had the votes or the nerve to overrule it and to set it straight. So I think this is a correction, not a dramatic change, but a correction. Michael, this is Pete King. I think it's a disgrace the way they're going after Justice Alito. I've never met anyone in public life who's more honorable, more decent, or actually more self-effacing. 
than, you know, than uh, Justice Alito. And to me, it's one thing, you know, they can disagree and they can find fault with uh, certain parts of the opinion. I happen to support it myself. But again, to make this a personal attack on Alito and the justices, to me, this is a bad, dangerous path we're going down. I, I agree. And, and this is this is the left's new M.O., that, you know, if if we can't change your mind, we will silence you. We will shut you up. We will threaten you. We will cancel you. Um, you're either with them or you're canceled. That's that's how too many on the left see it. And look, the leak itself is obviously a determined uh, opponent. It would seem to me, obviously, a, a de- an opponent of the of the draft opinion. Uh, but have you heard a Democrat? Have you heard Joe Biden or Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or Adam Schiff or anybody else say this leak should not have happened? No, Michael, not one, because like you said earlier, they now have a talking point. They don't have to discuss crime, inflation, how horrible things are in your life. They can now talk about this. It's their talking point going forward. And it's a fundraiser. Oh, very big fundraiser. Very big fundraiser. And look, it may actually swing a few seats, but I don't think, you know, when we get to November, I don't think it's going to be in the top of mind for most people. I mean, the New York Times apparently did this calculus as to uh, what would be the impact of turning it back to the states. And and as I understand it, their conclusion is they're could be 13% fewer abortions. Now, I'm not sure of the time period, but the implication being that most of the abortions happen within this 15-week window that the Mississippi law now allows. And that is, that is the, the time limit that a lot of states are moving toward. So it's very much in the first trimester, uh, which is when I think something in the upwards of 90 percent of abortions actually take place. So this is not necessarily a catastrophe that uh, many on the left are making. And I mean, Chuck Schumer foolishly, foolish, a foolish man in his late age <laughs> said yesterday, a hundred million women's rights are on the ballot. A hundred million women. Well, he is assuming, of course, that every woman in America wants an abortion. And, and favors <laughs> yeah. abortion. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Especially if they're over 80. I mean, yeah. We're taking them, we're popping the abortion know, pills the, like Tic Tacs. The one thing about I mean, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, he's a friend of mine for a long time, and I'm very disappointed how he's saying things right now. The, the fact that he says that we can solve inflation by raising taxes. He's afraid of AOC. I, I can't believe. How can you say you? I mean, who are you dealing with? How about Biden back in 1982 actually backed this, citing his Catholic faith? I mean, talk well, about. And, and, you know, something I've always argued that, that when, when New York sends its delegation to Washington, they always favor federal tax increases which punishes New York because New Yorkers tend to have higher incomes. So then they say, oh, New York's not getting its fair share. Well, maybe if you stopped voting for federal tax increases, people could keep their money in New York and spend it here. There would be a double benefit for the city and state economy. But you, you get these Michael, Democrats we've become a one – exactly. It's a one-party town, and they're not afraid of losing. Michael, also, if I can say, being down in Washington, you know, we always did feel that New York was getting screwed, and it was. 
but it's hard to make the case when the other members of Congress and the Senate look around and see you who represents us down there. It's not always the best. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know without leaving without best. Maybe we screwed ourselves. Yes, huh? exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Peter, so, is, is AOC universally loved down in Washington? No, I can go through the whole list. I mean, they, they go out of their way almost to antagonize people. And it's, uh, listen, again, you know, to me, it was right for us to get more funding in, in many cases, but it was a hard case to make. Even though something like Sandy, we had people making these arguments. Anyway, but let me just say, we don't always put our best foot forward. <laughs> we don't always send our best. Right, okay. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, I, I think that... Uh, that the abortion issue is not going to be the game changer for Democrats. I, I, there may be one. Something could certainly happen between now and election, the fall elections, to change the calculus. But right now, it looks like a red wave, and I don't think uh, the abortion ruling is going to change that. Well, thank you so much, Michael Goodwin of the New York Post. Thank you for all that you do and all of your insight. And uh, come back anytime. My pleasure. Thank you all. Thank you. Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we may have uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Congressman Congressman. Crenshaw. But let's take that break first. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.